welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Crabby Christian, a Misfit Media Network production. I am your host and resident crappy Christian, Blake, and every week I get to have the coolest conversations with incredible people about all the things most Christians are still not sure we're allowed to talk about. So if you've been looking for a place to land with all your crap and for someone to just be honest about what it looks like to walk through this Christian life, well, you've come to the right place. Pull up a seat, pop in your headphones and tune out your kids and come hang out with me and a guest for the authentic conversations that you have been looking for. Missy, hey, welcome to Confessions of a Crappy Christian. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to talk about your children's book you have coming out, but it's it's about more than just a children's book. We were kind of talking a little bit before this book and the heart of it is about traditional family values and kind of protecting the family and the family being under attack. Tell us a little bit about your book though, to get us started. Yes. Thank you. It's called Because You're My Family. And Really, it's one in a series of children's books from Brave Books. And so once you get to mine, you've kind of gotten to know a few of the characters and you've gotten to know the characters who are in my book. And it's about unconditional love. And so between a parent and a child. And so if you follow along in the storyline before you get to mine, you see that little Valor is a tiger and that his parents are lions. And so there's a book that precedes mine that talks really more intensely about adoption. There's really not that storyline in my book, but it's after you understand that, you see the relationship between a parent and a child. Adopted, you know, biological, whatever that looks like, it's family. And families look very different and are accepted these days in that way. We have a daughter who is from Nicaragua. She looks very different from us. Yeah. And we actually don't even have any adoptive paperwork to show that she is ours because we got her at age 18. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah a yeah. whole, you know, God story. So even though she is ours in every sense of the word, we're working, still working on those papers. Yeah. So family comes in a lot of different packages, it seems like these days for sure. And in order to, for a child to understand, really what that unconditional love is, is this, it's in this really little simple story. And I think as parents, we just assume that our children know that we love them Mm -hmm. and we might throw it out every night before they go to bed. You know, I love you. See you tomorrow. But what does that actually look like in terms of when they mess up, right? When they make mistakes and when they disobey and how can we really reiterate towards them what that love from us looks like. And if we do that, even partly successfully, they get a glimpse into what the father has done for us through his son and that unconditional love. That's the main goal. Yeah. Amen. I have have a four and a seven-year-old and I had to kind of have my own come to Jesus where I realized I didn't necessarily view God's love as unconditional you know, like in weird church, you know, like I thought I still thought I had to like earn it and everything. Sure. Gosh. I mean, I had kids relatively young, so I think I was like 25, but I'd been a Christian for like 10 years at that point, had this kind of circle around moment where I realized like, I can't do anything to earn it more. I can't do anything to lose it. It made me love my kids better. (laughs) Yeah. And that's the beauty. That's the beauty of it. Cause God created family. 
Right. And he mirrors it. That wasn't just, oh, what a coincidence. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was actually intentional and on purpose, which makes it even more beautiful. Right. Exactly. And the fact that there's nothing my kids could do that's as bad as, as like what I have done, like my sin to separate me from God. Right. And so if we're good, like I want us, me and my kids to always be good. Right. So that that's what the story actually talks about is little Valor disobeys. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give away the storyline. No, because yeah, it's yeah. so cute. Yeah. And the illustrations are beautiful. Everybody, children, all the way to adults and grandparents are going to love it. But he disobeys his mom and ends up running and hiding from them. And they have to come looking for him. And you know, it kind of reminds you of the parable of the lost sheep. Yeah. So, you know, they're they're leaving everything to go out into the storm to find him and, and eventually have to save his life from a broken branch and a river running and bring him back in to the warmth and safety of their home. And Valor asks his dad a lot of what we can ask our own father in heaven, like, why do you keep loving me after I keep messing up? Yeah. All I do is mess up. And, and he says, you know, why did you save me when all I've done is pout and disobey today? Yeah. And the father looks at Valor. I'm going to read it. It's my favorite line of the whole book. And he says, I don't love you because you obey me. I love you because you're my son and nothing can change that. That's what unconditional love is. Not about how we can earn it. Like you said, not about if we have to, you know, toe the line and make sure that we stay in those standards you know, like the churches, a lot of religious churches are like that. Let's make sure that we adhere to the standards of what morality is. And, you know, after a while, especially children growing up, they're going to mess up. Right. And so in the church, church is so quickly now to do the opposite of forgiveness, do the opposite of what Jesus has done for us. And even the words that he wrote in his gospels to his disciples about forgiveness and mercy the Beatitudes. What does that look like? So the first glimpse of what a child sees about God the Father is in our home and in our churches. If we can make sure that our home is a place of safety, is a place of patience. There's that (laughs) word, you know? Yeah. That's a hard one sometimes when you have a type A, ADD, ADHD child that's going to test you every single day (laughs) on the same exact things that he tested you yesterday. He's going to test you again today and he's going to do the same thing tomorrow. Yes. Speaking a little from experience. Yeah. You know, but so as a mom, I can say that I can get really easily caught up in the discipline, the punishment, the try to, the the defense mode and forget about playing offense and making sure that they understand that, you know what? I know you're going to mess up today because you did it yesterday, but I messed up too in my life. And in my day-to-day activities, my God forgives me and loves me, and I'm going to do the same for you. But there are consequences right. to your behavior. Right. The book also covers that as well, about apology, and then about going and redoing and making up for what you didn't do in the first place. Yeah. And then because of that, because of that love, because of that forgiveness, because of that mercy and patience, Little Valor learns to live a life of sacrifice and gratitude. Yeah. And so, of course, again, the whole story of Jesus and our Christian walk of living a life of gratitude because he saved us. Well, and I think it's a precedent that parents get the opportunity to set, right? Like I want my kids 
maybe when they're older, they're only four and seven now, but it's kind of like what we want our relationship with the father to look like. I want it to be not, oh, I've messed up. How do I hide this? Right. It's like, I messed up. Let me, I need to call my dad. Yeah. <laughs> but that's our first instinct is because right. we're ashamed and right. we don't want to tell anybody. And so that's why I just, I love this. It, this book covers all of that, yeah. all of that scenario. Even when the mom at the beginning of the book, she, she's not perfect either because the reason that, he, that Valor was upset was because the mom changed his plans that day. Yeah. She forgot about his yeah. original plans. And so, you know, that's an opportunity to stop even at the very beginning of the book and say, you know what? Mommies mess up too. Right. We make mistakes too, but we're still the mommy and you have to obey me. Yeah. I not like it, but you have to. So it really covers a lot of that yeah. in, in this entire storyline in a very simple and fun way. Yeah. I, that's been the biggest thing for me as a mom is learning to apologize to my kids. <laughs> yes, It's huge. It's hard, but it's huge. Like just getting down on their little level. Yeah. That's so good that you're already doing that. Yeah. At four and seven, really that, that is big because all of ours are grown Yeah, and we learned it later. And so, but, but boy, we've done it a lot lately. (laughs) Jason and I both. One. So I'm ADHD. I have an ADHD. And then I have one that I don't know that they make kids this strong headed. Like I didn't know that that was possible. (laughs) And she's the one that I have to get down on her level and like put my nose to her nose. Be like, I'm sorry. I got frustrated, but you have Mm -hmm. to stop fighting with every single thing I say. Like, (laughs) Like there's a give and take there. Right. (laughs) This is the the book and kind of the the heart of it is very traditional family, like values and structure, which isn't like particularly popular right now in America. And I know that that's kind of something else that you've you've talked about is just kind of like the threat to American families. What, What do you feel like that looks like? In Puerto Rico? We call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate every last ray of sun. Live Boricua. There's a lot of that out there. And, you know, it used to be where you sent your children to school and you didn't have to worry about them being indoctrinated into something that is counter to what you're doing at home. Yeah. There are some of that, you know, has always been out there. I'll say always, but, you know, since like the 50s and 60s, when they took prayer out of the Mm -hmm. school, they took being able to talk about the Bible and creation out of the school system. And, I was fortunate. My parents were one of four or five couples that started a local private Christian school when I was three years old. Wow. Yes. They took out a loan, went into debt to start it, and it's still thriving. And so we were very fortunate for that my parents sacrificed that. And then my children mostly went through that their most of their entire childhood. So we were fortunate where we did not have to worry about them being taught you know, that we came from seaweed or, you know, happened to just right. bang some bang that happened out there and creation and beautiful creation was formed. We were able to, for them to understand that 
there was a designer and a creator and everything was done on purpose for our benefit. You know, we were made for the, the world around us is beautiful. The world was made for us. Yeah. We were not made for yes. the world. So, you know, for us to take care of it is one thing, but for, for us to, to treat the world and creation above ourselves is not something that we teach in our home. Yeah. Yeah. God created the world for us, for our enjoyment. And so that is completely opposite of what they are being taught. So back to the book and the series of books, it's got to start in the home. Yes. We cannot take for granted that our children are just going to absorb and learn the right things from random people out there. We can't do it. So if you're fortunate enough to have a Christian school around you, wonderful. If not, it's just, it's double duty and a, and a harder battle, but you've got to be willing to fight it for your kids in your home. That's actually, it's crazy that this is kind of what we're talking about. Cause I just, this was kind of all of my, what I was talking about on Instagram last week. We're really fortunate that our kids do go to a private Christian school, but we have so many friends that that's I mean, outside of yeah. some people don't have access to it. Some people, it just doesn't, it's just feasibly like fiscally not possible. Mm-hmm. And so just, I had somebody ask kind of, what does that look like? And just kind of trying to put myself in that position. And the reality is, is that what it requires of parents is a level, I think of presence and like active participation that maybe we're not used to. Right. Like it requires, like, you got to look at the curriculum. You have to like be t- actively talking to your kids and asking what your, te- what their teachers are talking about. And like mm-hmm. looking at what they're bringing home and what books are they reading? Are they reading that? So it's a lot of work, but the way that I kind of framed it is I would rather do that work on the front end than do the work on the back end of trying to undo or fix or repair right. what's been taught. Right. So preschool age, when Reed, my oldest is 26 and we just had, they just had their first baby. She's three oh, months old. So congratulations. we're new grandparents. Yeah. Thank you. But I see him, I see him and Brighton, his wife, doing with Maris, my granddaughter, what I did starting with Reed. Before Reed could even talk, Jace was like, You're reading to him. He doesn't even know the English language yet. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this into him. Yes. The word of God through children's Bible stories is what kind of I focused on when my kids were little. We went through hundreds of books but they know a lot about the Old Testament. Yes. And it's not just stories. That's what people say. Oh, I just don't know a whole lot about the Old Testament. That's fine. But it's not just stories that were meant for children. The entire Bible is about one thing. Exactly. And it's the salvation of G- that Jesus had already planned in advance for us. And the lineage that all of those people carried throughout history the flawed people, the messed up people, the ones who are looked down on in society. God used them not only to carry the message, but even in Jesus's lineage. Yes, It's so inspirational for children to know about these characters because they see the miraculous works of God. They get to know who God is. They get to learn and understand where these stories are pointing to, and that's Jesus. But they also get to see and imagine what that would have been like Noah's Ark and all of the animals. I mean, you can't make that up, right? Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So they're amazing. And to get the word of God 
into your children beginning at the age of before they can understand the English language yes. is more important, I would say now than ever, Yes, ever before in history. So these brave books and mine in particular is more important. It's one of those steps that you can use. It's one of those resources that you can use to get the story of God into your children as the foundation for their entire lives. Can you tell us a little bit more about Brave? I, I'll be honest, I hadn't heard of like the Brave books in the series. Can you tell us just a little bit about it? Well, it, you know, like I said, it's, it's a series. So there was nine books. My okay. book is eight because wow. I think there is one, there's a, there's a book zero. Oh, okay. And so my book is the ninth book, even though it's called book eight. But it's just encompasses a whole little island of different scenarios and different characters. And then through that, in that island and the characters, they talk about really traditional Christian values in a way that's not very, it doesn't feel doctrinized or anything like that. It's just strictly from the word of God. Okay. So the stories don't have God or Jesus or scripture inside the body of the book, but in the back of the book, there's what's called the brave challenge and there's activities and games and there is questions with that you can ask your children to dive just a little bit deeper into what the meaning of that book and for what the meaning of that story is. Very it cool. has scripture references so that you can read scripture to your children if you're not really sure where to find it yourself in the Bible. So there's a lot of stuff. You can do a week's worth of activities awesome. one a night if you wanted to yeah. with each book. Dang, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So they're not all about valor. No, he's just one character. Okay, very cool. That's awesome. I'm gonna have to look into these for my kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. These sound like because we do Jesus Storybook Bible, which they love. Yes, and we have a few others that are like God gave us Easter, God gave us Christmas, God gave us. Yeah, but the thing is, that, like a lot of Christian books are so cheesy. <laughs> That's what I've actually heard <laughs> lately. Yeah. I actually had a friend text me his wife. I sent them the book. And his wife, he sent me a screenshot of his wife's text. And she was like, this is actually really good. Most Christian children's books these days are cheesy. So he was like, that was a huge compliment. It is. (laughs) I know. I'm really genuinely, I'm so excited about it because they're like cheesy or they're the, like artistry is usually like, if my four-year-old is like not into it. Yeah. These are super vibrant. Well, look, I mean, another thing we haven't talked about is screen time. You know, so this is, if you want to cut down on screen time, these these books will help you with that. Because the books are going to have to compete is the reality. Yes, that is very true. And they can. It seems like every interview I do, the the interviewer says, oh, and the illustrations, like, well, I can't take credit for that. Yeah. But I agree. They are done masterfully. I mean, they are beautiful. They will keep their attention. I've got pictures of my friends like that have sent me a picture. They took pictures of their, their grandchildren and their children reading them. And they're just enthralled because the pictures are so awesome. So yeah. And I just wanted to mention too, you think, oh, there's nine books. I'm way behind. If you go and subscribe at for Brave Books, you can get one a month. Oh, wow. And so it's like a subscription service. You know how we used to get highlights? Yes, that's yeah, it. Yes. My we kids get still get highlights. <laughs> okay. They still do it. Well, these are way better. I'm just going to yeah. tell you. <laughs> yeah. But you can get one a month. I think alone, each book is $19.99. But if you subscribe to the series, you get them for $12.99 and one comes a month, every month. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Right now, I think for this month, you, if you subscribe, you get my book for free. Oh, that's fun. 
So there's yeah. some cool incentives to do that, yeah. to go to bravebooks.us and get that. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to tell yeah. us about your book and uh, kind of like what family looks like. You said bravebooks.us? Yes, that's it. And we'll link that in the show notes so people can make sure I'm, when we're done with this interview, I'm going to go subscribe because my kids are going to be pumped about it. Also, kids just love to get mail. Like kids love to get mail. That's true. Well, there it comes with a huge oversized map. Oh my God. That, that has Freedom Island and all of that on there. So they can kind of see where each story is set on the island. Awesome. And so that's also super fun and interesting. Oh, that's so exciting. Well, I can't wait. I can't wait for people to be able to get your book. Missy, thank you so much for your time today. Yes, thank you for having me. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Crappy Christian Podcast. And hey, by the way, if you super loved it, can you go leave a five-star review wherever you're listening? That'd be awesome. All right, see you next week.